0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Wednesday of the seventh week of Easter. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your Spirit.
0: To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
0: Christ, have mercy.
1: Christ, have mercy.
0: Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy. mercy.
0: Let us pray. Graciously grant to your church, O merciful God, that gathered by the Holy Spirit she may be devoted to you with all her heart and united in purity of intent. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul addressed these words to the elders of the church of Ephesus. Be on your guard for yourselves and for all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you the overseers to feed the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know quite well that when I have gone, fierce wolves will invade you and will have no mercy on the flock. Even from your own ranks, there will be men coming forward with a travesty of the truth on their lips to induce the disciples to follow them. So be on your guard. Remembering how night and day for three years I never failed to keep you right, shedding tears over each one of you. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace that has power to build you up and to give you your inheritance among all the sanctified. I have never asked anyone for money or clothes, You know for yourselves that the work I did earned enough to meet my needs and those of my companions. I did this to show you that this is how we must exert ourselves to support the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, who himself said, There is more happiness in giving than in receiving. When he had finished speaking, He knelt down with them all and prayed. By now they were all in tears. They put their arms round Paul's neck and kissed him. What saddened them most was his saying they would never see his face again. Then they escorted him to the ship. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing to God. O kingdoms of the earth. Show forth, O God, show forth your might. Your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you, bringing their tribute. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens. The ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. His glory is over Israel, his might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Alleluia, alleluia. Your word, O Lord, is truth. Make us holy in the truth. Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Holy Father, keep those you have given me true to your name, so that they may be one like us. While I was with them, I kept those you had given me true to your name. I have watched over them, and not one is lost, except the one who chose to be lost, and this was to fulfill the scriptures. But now I am coming to you. And while still in the world, I say these things to share my joy with them to the full. I passed your word on to them, and the world hated them. Because they belong to the world no more than I belong to the world. I'm not asking you to remove them from the world, but to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, so that they too may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: So we're continuing with the high priestly prayer of Jesus, this this prayer that Christ addresses to the Father in the upper room at the Last Supper. Now, if you remember from yesterday, the framework which we're using to read this high priestly prayer and to understand and interpret it is the Day of Atonement, that day when the high priest would make sacrifice for himself and then for his clan, for the priests, and then for the people of God and in this way would obtain atonement, the forgiveness of their sins. This action of the high priest was to make the people holy, to make them God's people, a holy nation. There's a word that comes up in the gospel today several times. Jesus speaks of this action of consecrating. Jesus prays to the Father, consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. Now, bear in mind, I'm ripping all of this off from Pope Benedict's book, Jesus of Nazareth, from the second volume, where he talks about the high priestly prayer. And he starts off by asking this question about, well, well, what is a consecration? What does it mean to be consecrated in the first place? We see this happening in the Old Testament a whole bunch of times where people or things are set aside for God. That their purpose is taken out of the world in a sense and is entrusted to the worship of God. So priests were consecrated. They were set apart from the ordinary pattern of human life in order to be at the service of God. You know, the items and the articles that were used in the temple were consecrated. These are the things that are set apart for the worship of God. Sacrifices were consecrated. You take a sheep away from the flock and you dedicate it to the worship of God. But there's a double action that goes on here in this consecration, right? Because in setting it apart for God, it also becomes for the world, Because the world stands in need of sanctification. And so, you know, the priests and all those articles that are consecrated in the Holy Temple are consecrated and set apart for God, but also for the sanctification of the world. So here's the thing. When something or someone is consecrated, it's set apart from the world because it exists for God. But... It is also what God uses in order to sanctify the world. And so the purpose of this consecrated person or object is now beyond itself. It exists for God and for his mission. All right, with that concept in the bank, let's now turn back to the words of Jesus. Because Pope Benedict points out that we've got here three consecrations that are happening. The first consecration is the consecration that the Father makes of Jesus. This consecration isn't specifically articulated in the gospel, which we read today, but it comes in the 10th chapter of John's gospel. But you see, when the Father consecrates Jesus, what's he doing? He is setting Jesus apart for himself and entrusting him with, with the saving mission, that Jesus belongs wholly to the Father and he has been sent in order to sanctify the world. Now, the second consecration is interesting because Jesus consecrates himself. He says this, As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world, and for their sake I consecrate myself. Well, remember that to be consecrated is to be set apart for God. And that's what happens in a sacrifice. In a sacrifice, you take something that belongs to the world. You know, you take some of your grain, some of your harvest, one of your flock, and you dedicate it to God and make it holy. You offer it to God. You consecrate it. And here Jesus is consecrating himself. He is Handing himself over to the Father as a sacrifice. Listen again to what he says. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world, and for their sake, I consecrate myself. That Jesus is going to offer himself in sacrifice to the Father. That consecration which Jesus makes of himself is for a purpose. It's to consecrate his disciples. Listen again. This is what Jesus prays to the Father. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. So quick recap, what does it mean to be consecrated? It means to be taken out of the world, to be set apart for God, but then to be completely disposed to the purposes and plans of God, to be sent into the world for the sanctification of the world. So Jesus, in praying that his disciples be consecrated, is asking that they be completely dedicated and set apart for God, To be taken out of the world. But for what purpose? That they may be sent into the world as a holy people. For the sanctification, for the holiness of the world. So remember the Day of Atonement, that Jewish celebration. The high priest would offer this sacrifice for the forgiveness of the sins of the people in order to reconstitute them as a holy people, a holy nation consecrated, set apart for the plans and purposes of God. Jesus is going to do this now, definitively, for us. Okay, that's some pretty dense theology, and, and a big shout-out to Pope Benedict for helping us understand things that are really quite difficult. But let's get practical then. All of this consecration talk is teaching us about our identity, who we are as the disciples of Christ. We have been set apart. We can't be just like everybody else. We've been made holy. God has earmarked us for himself. But this doesn't set us apart from the world. It makes us missionaries to the world that just as Jesus consecrated himself and offered himself as a sacrifice for the world which hated him, so too us. We have been set apart, consecrated, made holy, that our lives are not our own. We belong to the Father, and we are set apart for his plan. health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will